Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Matt. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. We're having church services at 10 a.m. for the foreseeable future. Um, If you can make that time. If not, we still have our podcast running right now. So we do ask you to either come physically or if you can't make it if you have pre-existing conditions or uh, feeling ill we do ask you to stay home but if you can make it out we do ask you to come and we're doing our physical distancing and mask wearing as well uh, while we're re-engaging at uh, the church um, last week we had our revival and we do ask you if you don't um, if you didn't make it or didn't get it or didn't get a chance to uh you didn't make it. We, it was virtual, so you didn't get a chance to listen to the broadcast at seven. It's still on our website, and you can catch it on Facebook uh, for the foreseeable future. And uh, enjoyed our service and our time with uh, Reverend Ishan Williams from Pleasant Olive and Waco, Doctor Timothy Brown from Dallas, New uh, El, uh, New El Bethel, and uh, Doctor B W McClendon Senior from St. James of Austin, of course, and I had a great time, and uh, just want to put that out there, the word needs to go forth still in this pandemic, preaching in the pandemic, and uh, we still need the word, and the word still works, and uh, we still need to get our chance to uh, worship the Lord, even through all this we're going through, God is still good. If you have your monies ready to give, go to Givelify. You can give that digitally, and if you can't make it to church service, we all we ask our people of God to make sure you're blessing the Lord, so He can bless us back, and uh, He'll bless you back real good. He'll do more than what you even imagine uh, if you just take that step of faith. Uh, God bless you and keep you. Oh, Father in heaven, we come again thanking you for another chance to hear a word from you. Oh, God, we ask you to clear my mind and my heart, Lord, and allow your word to flow, to be a blessing for your people, Lord. And we ask you to open up the ears and hearts and minds of your people, Lord, to receive your word. Oh, God, we love you. We ask for your presence and your Holy Spirit right now. Uh, be all you can be for us, Lord, and through us and to us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Uh, in your Bibles, in the book of Mark, chapter 6, we'll claim our attention this morning. Uh, Mark, chapter 6. Uh, begin with the first. Uh, the first verse will be 38. Uh, verse 38. Mark chapter 6, uh, we read from the CSB translation, we ask whatever translation you have, follow along. Mark writes this, he said, he asked them, how many loaves do you have? Go and see. And when they found out, they said, five and two fish. Then he instructed them to have all the people sit down in groups on the green grass. They sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties. He took the five loaves and two fish, looking up to heaven. He blessed and broke the loaves. 
He kept giving them to his disciples to set before the people. He also divided the two fish among them all. Everyone ate and was satisfied. They picked up twelve baskets of full pieces of bread and fish. Now those who had eaten the loaves were five thousand men. I just want to tie this text this morning prayerfully. Give him something to work with. Give him something to work with. The story is told of Mr. Yates who owned a farm in Texas. The Great Depression came and he was having trouble keeping up with the payments on his form. The bank began to press Mr. Yates and gave him 30 days to pay his back payments or face foreclosure. With three weeks left to go, a man came to Mr. Yates' door. He worked for an oil company. He asked Mr. Yates to give the company a lease to drill on his form for oil. Yates knew he was going to lose the form anyway, so he decided that it couldn't hurt. Well, that oil company did drill and hit a gusher, 82,000 barrels of oil a day. Mr. Yates immediately became a multi-multi-millionaire many times over. Now, there's a question on the floor. Exactly when did Mr. Yates become a millionaire? Did Mr. Gates become a millionaire when the oil company struck oil, or did Mr. Yates become a millionaire when he brought the, when he bought the form? Mr. Yates was a millionaire when he bought the form, but he lived in poverty because he didn't know what was underneath the ground. And just like Mr. Yates, some of us are living not knowing what kind of power that we are dealing with and we possess. That when we came into the full knowledge of our Lord and Savior, we now have access to power that can change us and rearrange us and make us into his very own image. And not only not only that, but he took us as we were weary, wounded and sad and found in him uh, some peace and a new resting place. And he has made us glad. Are you glad this morning that Jesus took us as we were and gave us that same power from on high? All he has ever asked is that we give him what we had. Give him something to work with and he can take anything and make something out of anything. He can take nothing and make something out of anything. He can take something and make anything out of nothing. Just look at us. And the fact that he didn't leave us where we were, but made us brand new and we didn't do it. But God did it in the text this morning. We find the story familiar. The story of the 5,000 on the hillside, Jesus fed them. And I, in my studies, I've come to find out John is the one that describes with the boy, the little boy. But Mark gives detail in the fact that the verse I like is that Jesus said, go see what you got. <laughs> Jesus said, how many loaves do you have? Go and see. And that's a message what else? Well, let's look at this real quick. That's a message for us today. What are we offering Christ? When Jesus requests something. He he wants the best and he wants whatever we got and we should give our best to the Lord. But when you first came to, you may not have been at your best, but he just claim he just wants to claim what you have right then and he can take then and make it better for you later amen look, look what you're trying to say pastor i'm saying we can't offer christ our second best 
A lot of us, a lot of us given our lifestyle as second best. We do more for other folk than we do for Christ. And I'm talking about saved folk. I'm talking about saved people. I'm talking about the proclaimed, the proclaimed and the blood bought people, the redeemed in Christ people. We give our lifestyle priority to live like we want to instead of living as Christ wants us to. We, we give our time to other things instead of God. And don't let me start talking about money. We give our money. We drive around in new cars, but we ain't gave the church no money in a while. <laughs> we got new houses, but we ain't gave the church no money in a any money in a whole long while. Got new houses and going on vacations and all. And we haven't given the Lord anything. He just wants something to work with. He it ain't you ain't got to try to compete with nobody else. You ain't you do what you can. You work with what you got and let the Lord work what he can and he can do whatever he wants to. That's what I've discovered. He can work anything out of anything. And then we we don't we, we allow some things to get in and we allow our praise to get choked. And we know we ought to be giving him some praise. You may not have a lot of money. You might not have the best job. You may not have uh, degrees yet, but you ought to give him some praise. You may not have a, a, a spouse yet. You you may not have what you think you are, but the praise still ought to come because you got to give him something to work with. Huh? And I've discovered when you praise him more, huh, things start looking a little better when you're praising uh, the Lord. And then showing, giving God, giving Jesus something to work, it shows an act of faith. Because you can measure a person's faith by how they treat the Lord. That's why I always tell members of County Line, if Jesus is not your master, I can't be your pastor. Because how you treat God will tell, reflect on how you treat the pastor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see me, treat me. You can't see God. <laughs> But some of us treat God like he's a second-class citizen. But you got to give him something uh, to work with. Thank God. Thank God he doesn't have a merit system. He, he doesn't bless us based on our worthiness. He doesn't operate by our worthiness because we all unworthy. Yes, brother and sister, yeah, don't let don't get it twisted. You may have been fooled. You shucking job with some folk. You may get by with some folk. You may be tricky with them, but God does not operate on our worthiness. Because we all unworthy. We no matter who done told you, sir, no matter how you look in the mirror and you think you the best thing since sliced bread, we all unworthy. We all unworthy and deserve hell, but God doesn't base his love nor his blessings on the fact that we are unworthy. He still sees us as we are. Huh? Yeah, man, look at us like we're dirty. See, your friends may look at they, They'll remind you what you used to do. They'll remind you what you used to be. They'll remind you where you used to go. But God will forget that and let you live for him in perfect harmony. Yeah, yeah we're, we're not, uh, base is not based on uh, is worthiness. Thank God for that. I ought to know somebody ought to say, ought to say, thank God is not based on worthiness. Yeah, because if he knew, somebody knew what you used to do, who you used to be, who you used to run with. Yeah, they, they may not claim you as a friend no more. 
Yeah, we make sure that we're giving God something away. You know, it, it, the five fish, the five loaves, rather than two fish, uh, he brought that. And the little boy, and you read John, John 6, the little boy, that's all he had. The disciples were scrambling, trying to find something. And Jesus said, and Mike said, go see what you can find. And that right there should just let us know, let the disciples know. They were still fumbling and bumbling around trying to identify who they were dealing with. I told you last week, you know, and matter of fact, this uh, this precipitates the water walking uh, adventure of Jesus because he left this side and went and the, the disciples went out and Jesus went to go pray and be alone and came and walked on water. This precedes that. So if they had just seen this activity, if they had just seen this blessing, this miracle happen, why were they fretting on the boat? Yeah, but that's a whole nother. Uh, so, uh, and I want to ask that for somebody out there in the world right now. If you've seen Jesus work miracles and do some things that only a supernatural God can do, why are you scared and afraid? Why are you worried? Why are you concerned with something that's new if God has worked something out for you in the past? Ah, preach Pastor Mac. I'm doing the best I can? Why are we letting things get us in a knot, in a tizzy? If God has done it before, he can do it again. I don't know who I'm blessing out there right there. I, I like that myself. I say that again. If God has done it before, he will do it again. Yeah, you got to just praise your way through sometimes. Sometimes it's just a praise time. Even though the money's funny and change is straight, sometimes it's just a praise time to get through what God has you through. And then you have to understand that if he got you to it, he'll get you through it. Yes, sir. If he got you to this thing, he'll get you through it. We That's why your faith becomes exponentially important. Yeah, when you got to deal with some stuff in your life, some stuff you may feel like is unfair, some stuff that you may feel like you don't deserve to deal with, but God will bring you through it. Just give him something to work with. <laughs> Just still give him some praise. Just still give some glory. Give, give him worship out there and watch him make this thing work in your favor. And then secondly, secondly, I only got two points. But say what Christ offers to us. Look at verse uh, 42 in the text. Said everyone ate and was satisfied. That right there. That's a, a Jesus satisfies you. <laughs> like a Snickers boy. He satisfied. Everyone ate and was satisfied. And then get this. They picked up 12 baskets full of pieces of bread and Fish. They had look, God took care. He took care of the pro the, the immediate and still has some for later. Like he called him a you ought to shout because he's a now and later God. He'll take care now and later. I know you remember those now and later candies. Those of us in our 40s, you remember those now and later. He's a now and later God. He can work it out now and still work it out later. Got stuff left. When you give to God, God gives back exponentially. He gives back extravagantly. He just don't give you what you get. He give you more than you can imagine or think. Yeah, somebody needs to know. Somebody needs to know out there right now that he's able to breathe new life 
into something that you have declared dead in your life. <laughs> yeah, brothers and sisters, beloved, he he can do that. He he can do that. He can breathe breathe new life into something that you thought was dead. What's your marriage look like? He can breathe new life in that. What what relationship that you got that's, that looks dead? He can breathe new life in it. What about your job and career? He can breathe new life. In the, what about your bank account? He can breathe on that. Huh? Yes, sir. He can breathe new life into whatever you give him uh, to give. You give him something to handle. He can breathe new life into that. And he fed these 5,000 in the Bible says men, not counting the other gospels said men, women, and children. So it was more than that. The five thousand. Oh, more than five thousand. And Jesus kept feeding and they kept taking because that's the way Jesus works in our lives. He keeps giving you more and more and more. And what you were expecting is got way you got way more than what you ever gave because you you gave it to Jesus. Oh, brothers and sisters, I feel good right now. I feel good about that. I've given him more and he's given me more back. And you ought to praise God in advance for the miracle that's getting ready to take place in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just tell you, if you're in the house with somebody, you just wave, wave at somebody and say, I pray you will experience God's favor and his blessings like never before. In your life. Isn't it good that God exceeds our expectations? Isn't it good? Isn't it good that God goes over and beyond what we thought? Because we put limits on God, but God is a limitless God. He He doesn't work in our bright mind. He He's a supernatural being and He supersedes everything that we put limitations on. He's able to work over and beyond. What we were looking for, huh? Well, I'm hurrying to a close. But I like that verse 43. <laughs> so they picked up 12 baskets. <laughs> yeah. Leftover from the feeding <laughs> of the five plus thousand. Yeah, they had 12 baskets left over for what he had done. Because Jesus works in another kind of uh, spiritual realm. (laughs) Because he works in a more than enough realm. And some of us need to understand that you can't put limits on God. Matter of fact, we limited ourselves by trying to limit God. But Paul said that he can do exceedingly, abundantly more then you can imagine or think. Matter of fact, if you go over to Jabez's prayer, over in First Chronicles 4 and 9, and the Bible says, And Jabez called on the name of God, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, 
and enlarge my territory and that your hand would be on me and that you would keep me from evil that I may not cause pain so God granted him what he requested and how do I know that God give, he gives his best because he gave his only begotten son who died and rose on the third day, died for the sins of man, including you and me. And that is why we should give God our best. You can't work on your own problems. You can't keep holding to some things in your life. God has a special plan for you. And, and all that he wants is you to give him something to work with whatever's been holding you down whatever's been keeping you from growing in the word give it over to jesus and watch him work it out and when he works it out yeah he works it out good because it is done and when he works it out it is complete can I tell you a little story? And I'm out of here. A father gave a daughter a sheet of paper with a picture of the world on the other side. And so he ripped the sheet into small pieces and so she could put the thing back together like a little puzzle and when he came back in five minutes uh, he was shocked and surprised uh, and he asked the little girl how did you put it together so fast and, and the little girl said uh, there was a picture of Jesus uh, on the other side and I figured if I could get him right uh, the world would fall into place and that that is what we have to do in our lives. We got to put Jesus back in his proper place. If you can just lift up the name of Jesus, he will make everything all right. Friends may walk away. Family may leave you. But as long as I have King Jesus, that is enough. But if I say the name Jesus, there's no name that can compare if we can keep our minds on Jesus everything everything will be all right I know I'm trying about it I ought to have a witness out there in podcast land somebody ought to be shaking your hands because if we keep our minds on Jesus and I don't know how you feel about it but I promised the Lord that I would go all the way come hell or high water I got to go all the way they may even scandalize my name but I promised the Lord that I would hold on that I would stand on his word that I would hold on to his word heaven and earth may pass away but the word of God shall stand forever the grass withers and the flower fades but the word of our God shall stand forever Jesus loves me 
This I know from the Bible, tell me so. Little ones get saved to him belong. They always say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us with someone from our discipleship team. We'll get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line, we love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. And we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. Perfecting and covering me The darkness I will declare Nothing's too hard for you I will keep